It's the Stand On It Podcast. It's true. Michael Jordan attended Laney High School in Wilmington, North Carolina. During Michael Jordan's year of eligibility where he could play varsity basketball, Michael Jordan was told, you're not good enough, Michael Jordan, you have to go play junior varsity. Fast forward a few years later, after being told, you got to go play junior varsity. The Chicago Bulls pick Michael Jordan, the University of North Carolina. So... So what drove him, after being told you're not good enough to play varsity high school basketball a few years earlier, to now being good enough to be drafted in the first round of the NBA? So when Michael Jordan was asked about this, he said, uh, whenever I was working out and got tired and figured out to stop, I closed my eyes and see that list. The list that he's talking about is the list in the locker room who showed who made the varsity team. He said, I close my eyes and see that list in the locker room without my name on it. That usually got me going again. So let's look at what was the result of him going again. We're just going to look at a few of his career stats because what we're going to do tonight, we're going to see the correlation between his career stats and everyday life. The reason? Because we've been hearing people saying all 2023, this is my Jordan year. Um, But do you really understand what that potentially means? Or is it just something that probably we're saying because everybody else is saying it? So that's tonight's theme. Jordan year or is it? Hence why I'm wearing the Jordan jersey, the Jordan attire, the NBA attire. We're talking the Jordan year this year. So look at some of his stats on the screen. He played in 1,072 games in his career. His field goal percentage, 49.7. He averaged 38.3 minutes, uh, 6.2 rebounds, 5.3 assists, 2.3 steals, 2.6 personal fouls, and then he was averaging 30.1 points per game. He did this over a 15-season career. Now, the other part about this Look at some of his accolades, five times MVP, six-time finals MVP, ten times all-NBA first team, nine times all-defensive first team, three times all-star MVP, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, all-NBA second team, all-NBA first team. So not only did he change tremendously from a few years later, but this was something that he was able to sustain over a 15-year career. So let's just do a little breakdown. We first go start talking about the games he played in. So he played in 1,072 games. It's 82 games in a season. 
not counting the playoffs. So 82 games times 15 seasons he played, that's the potential to play in 1,230 games. So we see he played in 10, 1,072. So if we do the math on that, that's 158 game difference that he only missed. So break that down by every season that he played. He only averaged missing nine games every year. Now think about people today. You got people now resting on load management. Yeah, load management. Uh, And I like him as a player, but Kawhi Leonard, he probably hasn't played nine games in two or three years, it seems like. It seems like every time Kawhi's supposed to come back, he's load managing or something of sorts. Um, And you see a lot of that. I saw somebody post it the other day like, hey, took my kid for his birthday to come see uh, LeBron James sit on the bench because I think he was taking the night off low management or something like that. But he was there. MJ was there. So I say that to say, you've heard people say this too, uh, the number one ability is availability. They say that a lot in sports. Number one ability is availability. So I started off with his games because the first thing I want us to ask ourselves, are we available for blessings and opportunities? Are we available for blessings and opportunities? And if so, when you get them, then what do you do? When you get the opportunity, what do you do? And you might say, well, how do I make myself available for blessings and opportunities and what does the opportunity look like? All right, so let's take it a little bit further. Out of a possible 48 minutes, again, he averaged 38.5 minutes over a 15-year career. 38.5. So he's taking about 10 minutes off a night. So we'll hear people on sports all the time that'll say, hey, go make a play. Got to go make a play. You'll hear, you might hear your homeboy say, depending on what environment you was around, hey, I'm about to go make a little play. People want to go make a play. But are you ready to consistently make the play? See, that's that's what MJ, that's, that's what really determines greatness to a certain degree. When the lights are brightest, are you ready to make the play? That's the difference between the Hall of Famers and the role players. When the lights get bright, who can go and make the play? So let's look at his scoring. His scoring, 30.1 points, 49% uh, from the field. His team averaged 102 points in the 90s. He averaged 29% of their scoring. So that means... At his field goal percentage, 50%. Every time, if he shot two times, one time it's going in. Just that simple math. Shoot two, one is going in. So we'll hear people say, oh, well, shoot or shoot. When it comes down to men and women and relationships. But are you taking them same shots with your goals? Do you take those exact same shots with your goals? Are you perfecting your craft and putting yourself in a position to score 
every other time you shoot and to be more successful more times than you're not. These are things you need to ask yourself if this is really supposed to be your Jordan year. And Jordan said something when it came to, as well, talking about success. Like, success is not going to come to you overnight. It's just it's just no way it is. But let's hear about what he had uh, on an interview where he was talking about success and what happens when it comes to success. I don't mean to demean the young kids yeah. because I think it's something that they have to learn, and hopefully they will learn that, is that when, they, when the corporate America came to us, we had a game that could validate their admiration. And, and, what, sponsorship, and sponsorship and all that, yeah. Now they get that before they play one game. Yeah. So you're rolling the dice to see if this kid's ever going to be good or, or not. So, in essence, you're paying the kid off of potential yeah. that he may be great. You don't think that's good? No, because I, said, I think it sets bad work ethic. When you get something so easily, you're not going to work as hard. You don't think so, okay? When you get something so easily, you ain't going to work as hard. And I've said this on this show since day one. That's why a lot of people don't stick to their goals. It's too hard. I'm not getting the results that I expected. I was reading this article that was put out the other week, and it was talking about New Year's resolutions, or we could put it this year, the Jordan year. Even people who've done small things, such as say, hey, I'm going to go to the gym, I want to get in shape. If they don't see results in a week, 70 3% are walking away. Let that sink in. 73% of people are just throwing their hands up. Man, I ain't getting nothing out of this. What are you putting into it? That's the question that we all need to ask ourselves. Man, I, boy, if I, I should be further than I am. No, you shouldn't. If your work ethic doesn't match where you want to go, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. There's no, I should be, boy, if I only had this, make a way to go get it. That's what I was saying in the beginning. Are you putting yourself in position? Are you ready for opportunities and blessings that potentially come your way? And it's so cliche, or if you... You stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. It's cliche, but it's the truth. If we really sit down and think about it. See, we think that we're just going to magically in our mind one day say, you know what? I'm going to get in shape. And then it just happens. We got the drive and we got the willpower all of a sudden. Or we'll say, hey, I'm going to become a millionaire. And then we got the drive and then when it doesn't happen overnight... Oh, man, it's too hard. Let's get a little deeper into it. Rebounds. He averaged 6.2 rebounds. Here's some more soul-searching questions to ask. Are you an offensive rebounder or a defensive rebounder? Yeah, are you an offensive or a defensive rebounder? Most people these day and ages, 
They defensive rebounders. Follow me. You got to follow me. You know I ain't going to steal you wrong. Let me tell you why they defensive rebounders. They just grabbing everything that everybody else put up and missed. Yeah. Oh, they doing a podcast. They got a little motion off there. I want to be a podcaster. Let me go grab that rebound. When the person who was originally doing the podcast, they ain't even taking off yet. So they shot missing right now, but they stayed consistent with it. But this person coming snatching the rebound like, hey, no, let me do that. I want to go be a rapper. Snatching somebody else's rebound. Oh, no, I'm a dog breeder. We're just snatching rebounds. I got me a new camera. I'm a photographer. More rebounds snatched off. Oh, guess what? They said they like my food. I'm a chef now. Rebounds. Think about it from this perspective. Why not be an offensive rebounder? The shot you miss, go get it. Maybe you need to change your angle on it next time. Maybe you need to do something different to score. Maybe this time, instead of going to the paint, pull up from the outside. That's tweaking what you have determined as your path. You see what I'm saying? Now, there's nothing wrong with if you have an interest in podcasting, be a podcaster. Stick with it. If you're really passionate about it, it's going to come out. But when you take a shot at it, man, don't, you can't just, oh, I'm going to go grab something else that ain't that didn't hit. Every shot is not going to hit. But we're quick to say when it comes to a relationship, oh, shoot or shoot. Yeah. But then when we get on our goals, well, we need to take these shots. Boy, that's shit, man. That's too much. Nah, oh, man, ain't nobody, ain't nobody go try and hear that shit. Ain't nobody go support me. Ain't nobody go do this. And see, that's the thing. I, I really want to spend a couple of minutes on this because I'll, I hold myself accountable. I used to say that back in the day. Man, don't nobody support. Don't nobody support. I don't care anymore. I will tell you this, the people who are supporting what I got going on now, I appreciate it. It's been a fun ride, especially with the new part that I got and the interactions I'm being able to have with people. I see the impact that I'm having versus when I was just clowning all the time. This here feels good. I really enjoy doing this, so I'm not talking to my listeners now and the people who give me the feedback about what I'm doing. Even the people who tell me, oh, I didn't like this, I don't agree with that. I still appreciate it because you're listening. You're tuned in. But here's the thing I want to say about this support thing. I will support anybody. But people have a lot of audacity. They will inbox me to repost something for them. But I have never seen them repost anything that I've done. Or anything anybody affiliated with me has done. But you crying about support. You can't. If it's really what you want to do. Whether one person like it. Zero people like it. Your goal don't stop. Because this is what you want to do. 
So we got to get off that. Ain't nobody supporting me. Support yourself. Support yourself. That's what we got to get in the mindset of. All right. So back to our regular schedule program. Assists. He averaged 5.3 assists. Stay with it. This is your Jordan year, remember? We done talked about scoring. We done talked about availability. Uh, we done talked about rebounds. Now we're talking about assists. So he averaged 5.3 assists. Now keep in mind, he averaged by himself 30 points. So if he averaging 5 assists, that's 10 to 15 more points he created to the team. So now he's almost at 50 points. The team only averaged 102 when he was playing. So he's equating for almost half of their scoring production. So I say that to who are you putting in position to score? Yeah, who are you putting in position to score? But let me ask you a better question. He averaged 5.3 assists. You got five people around you who believe in you? Do you have five people on your team ready to assist you? If not, you ready for a join you? Let's keep it moving. Blocks. Point eight. Point eight blocks. He had to keep people from scoring. Are you willing to block out things that's keeping you from scoring? And I'm not sitting here asking y'all any questions I hadn't asked myself. Are you willing to block out the distractions that's keeping you from scoring? Women, drugs, alcohol, parties, undiagnosed trauma. Are we willing to block out all of these things so we can score? Steals. He averaged 2.3 steals. What are we taking and what are we allowing people to take from us? It's just that simple. What are we taking and what are we allowing people to take from us? There is a divide that's happening. I don't know if you realize it, which is one of the reasons for me starting this type of podcast set. There are people now who it's time to go take to a certain degree what's rightfully yours. However, a lot of people don't have the courage or the mentality to do that. So what I'm trying to do is give you the mindset, the change, the thought process to like, okay, I can go do some shit. This this is what I need to put my focus on. This is what's going to get me ahead. Not this bullshit I've been reading and listening to and letting people fill my head with and seeing on social media and scrolling through the shade room with. That bullshit ain't going to get me nowhere. That's why I try and come on here and talk to y'all to get all the different mentality. It's time to go take what's yours if you really are passionate about what you're doing. Now, the other question, what are you letting people take from you? What are you allowing people to take from you? So you may have people who say, well, I just had to come sit down with you. Well, I just had to call you. Well, I just needed your advice. And that's good. You put yourself in a position to be someone 
that people feel gonna give good advice, dependable, I could talk to, but they taking from you. What are they returning to you? Now, every conversation I'm not saying you need to expect to be reciprocated on what you're giving out. That's not what I'm saying. But you cannot get to where you want to go if these kind of conversations are one side. You're being stolen from. And you have to wake up and you got to pay attention to that early. Because if not, everything that you have can be gone. And I'm not talking physical. See, I know a lot of y'all think I'm talking physical. I'm not even talking physical. I'm talking your energy. I'm talking your time. I'm talking your understanding. And that's a real thing. Like, you'll get an understanding and it'll be your thoughts It'll be clear as day to you, make all the sense, and it'll align with everything that's going on in your life. But you'll turn on the TV or have a conversation with someone who doesn't have clear understanding. And they'll have you questioning everything that you sat there and thought about. They stole your time. They stole your understanding. Personal files. He averaged 2.6 personal files. He got six a game. That means he had four left. Guess how many times Michael Jordan was fouled? Boy, you, it ain't enough hands probably in Greenville to count on over his career how many times he was fouled that it was called and actually not called. But he only averaged 2.6. So he had four more fouls. See the point I'm making? He didn't go reciprocating everything people was doing to him. He was focused on scoring. I got to win this game, man. I'm important. I can't foul out. Let them foul me, but I can't foul out. I'm important to what's going on. That's how I look at myself now. That's how you need to look at yourself. I'm important to what's going on. That's what we got to instill in the kids. They fouling out. Y'all say, oh, they crashing out. No, it's the drawing you. They fouling out. But see, we can get in there and we can help stop that. We got to show them what it is. Really, a drawing you, man. Focus on what you got to do. Michael Jordan wasn't fouling out. He knew how important he was to his team. Turnovers. 2.7. He averaged 2.7 turnovers. You got to secure it. You got to make sure you secure it. But what does that look like? Securing it, not turning it over. When you get that understanding, put it to use. Put it to use. Help enlighten others. Help create new things. You got to put it to use. Are you willing to budget? Are you willing to sacrifice now financially to get to where you want to go and ultimately reach your purpose? If you really are enjoying you, that's what you're going to need to do. You got to have that focus. You cannot keep making turnovers. It It just can't happen. You know, so when you're thinking about this, and certain people will say, well, man, huh? 
but I don't know if this go work out. And now it's tax season. I've been hearing people say, boy, I'm going to get my taxes back, like this and this and that. I'm not sitting here on no uh, big-time shit. I'm not rich. Tax season scare me every year. I have to pay back. I don't I don't get no breaks on that. I'm paying. Y'all make a little money, but they take a lot of money. So you got to think about that. Don't be getting caught up in that. You ready to make a turnover. Secure some of that money. Put it towards what's really going to drive your goal. And I'm going to say this before I play this video. A lot of y'all are going to miss out on your Jordan year. And this is simple and you may think it's comical. Because you can't stop buying them. Every shoe that come out, you got to go get it. Even the ones that look like bullshit. You just go get them and say you got the J's. I'm a sneaker head. I love sneakers. I got a lot of sneakers. But ask me how many times I done stood in a line to get a pair of Michael Jordans. Right. If I got to stand in line to get them, I don't need them. No. And mo most of the time on release day, I got other shit going on anyway. I don't have time to be going to do that. So if I get them, I get them. If I know a plug, I can get them from there. But no, man, like, we have to prioritize what's going on. You have to. You can't look at what they're feeding us and trying to keep up with that and still trying to reach your goals. It's just not going to be possible for you. You got to stay focused on what you have going on and you got to trust what you got going on. That's where we got to be at. So... <clears throat> When I come into a situation, like when I come, I'll put it down to a lower level. When I come here every day to get y'all this pie on Thursdays, I come here confident. I'm never like, boy, what I'm going to say? Or I don't know. No, I'm confident. You know why? Because I'm always researching. I'm educating myself. I sit down and look at my content before I even come in here and do it. So when the lights come on and the button turn red and it's time for us to go live, guess what? I'm comfortable. Listen what MJ had to say. I, I never feared about my skills, you know, because I put in the work. Put them away, MJ. Work ethic eliminates fear. Yes. You know, so if you put forth the, the work, then what are you fearing? You know you what you're capable of doing, what you're not. Work ethic eliminates fear. If you put in the work, you know what you're capable of doing and what you're not. But see, that's why we get in our heads and say, I don't think I'm ever be able to do that. You know why? Because we immediately know we ain't putting in the work. I don't sit here and say, but this podcast ain't never going to work. This record label is never going to work. What we doing up here at the gym complex is never going to work. You know why I never say that? Because we putting in the work. And we look and we're not. The work is getting put in, so when the lights come on, we ready to ball. But see, we don't want to put in the work behind the scenes. We just want the lights to come on. We get all the 
the accolades and people commend us. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's what we want. But you don't want the part to get there. And see, to be honest, that part that I just mentioned, well, that's what scares me. That's what I don't want. I want to be so far behind the scenes and out the way, but I also know that I have a duty to speak like I'm speaking to y'all now. That I, I have to do that. Like, I couldn't live with myself if I didn't do that, you know? Um, because, again, my goal, like I said, whether I reach only one, I feel like I was a success. And a lot of people have told me, like, hey, man, what you're doing, what you're talking about now, like, phenomenal. Some people have said they're scared for me. I'm not. Because I ain't even scratching the surface of where I really want to take this thing. But I understand I've already prepared myself for I'm willing to take this wherever it needs to go if I can reach people. But when we leave out of here today, I'm going to uh, share this with you. And it was, uh, I'm going to show you the story behind it after I play this video. So this was MJ uh, talking about kind of reflecting back on some of his failures. Because people only remember MJ for when he was in the NBA, which, of course, you should. Greatest player of all time. But nobody really recalls when he went to play baseball. That didn't go too good. But look at the perspective he took on it. People don't see that. People will never understand that. Success. You know, all they think about, well, you bet at 202, you know, and you struck out a certain number of times. Yeah, okay. You know, but the effort was there. And the learning curve and the passion was there that has transcended not just to me, but to other people who are afraid to do things because they're worried about the perception that may come from other places. To me, that's more gratifying uh, than anything, you know. Uh, so that's the things that my father and my mother instilled in me. Take a negative and... So you see, he, he talked about baseball didn't go good. People say, oh, that didn't work out. But he looked at it like, man, hey, I tried it. I was passionate about it. I went and did it. And his thing was show people, man, go try something. Go try and do it. But we can't get confused as well to think that, oh, yeah, I can go and do that. I can be this person. You can't. I learned that. I remember this clear as day. Ryan in the call with my dad. We just talking about sports, and he talking about sports, and I told him he was he was asking something about uh, last time I had played ball or something. I was like, I want to be like Michael Jordan when I grow up. But my dad looked at me clear as day. He said, boy, you'll never be Michael Jordan. And I kind of looked at him like, what? He didn't change words, turn the radio down, look to the side, just said you'll never be Michael Jordan. And at the time... I didn't think about that. So let's fast forward here. It may have been a year later. I don't even know. My dad asked me to rake some leaves in the yard. Came home. I hadn't done it. Boy, I told you to rake them leaves. Man, I was tired. Like, came home from school. Now, I'm telling you, this was a while down the road. You know what he said. 
You can't even go out there and rake no leaves, but you want to be Michael Jordan. I got it. I don't put in no work. That's why I work the way I do now. My dad always told me, and I don't think he really thought of this of me, but he always told me, boy, you so lazy, you ain't going to be nothing, boy. You don't want to work. You don't want to do this. You just lazy. And I was. I'll be the first to admit it. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. If it wasn't what I wanted to do, I was lazy on it. Like, went clean up, shit like that. That's why it's so personal for me now. That's why I'm wired the way I am. That's why I work the way I work. Because subconsciously in my mind, I was trying to prove to my dad, and he been dead and gone since I was 16, that you was wrong. But I don't even think that's what he intended. That was his motivation to get me, don't you grow up to be lazy. Be a hard worker. Don't look at what somebody else doing and want to pattern yourself to that. Work hard for yourself and however it turn out who you become, that's who you become. But so many times we'll tell kids, you can be whatever you want to be. To a degree, is there some truth in that? Potentially in this day and age. But honestly, probably not. Because we're going to lack the work ethic. We don't have good examples around. A lot of us to show us how to do it. Maybe you don't have the resources or know how to go about the resources. So we get back and we say, well, it's like them people who joined the gym for their Jordan year. 73%. Two weeks in, we're out of here. Or weekend. I ain't seeing no results on this. So how we started. Your Jordan year. Is it? So, hey, keep listening. Keep engaging. I really appreciate it more than you know. Um, I try and make sure I respond to everybody's comments. And, again, if you don't feel like, uh, feel comfortable saying anything on the post, do what some people do. Hit me in the inbox. I get it. Some of the stuff is touchy and... Again, in the climate we in, certain stuff, man, you say it can be all twisted, misconstrued, but I love the engagement. Keep sending it to me. Keep in mind, four episodes of the video drops every Thursday on YouTube at 5. The audio episode drops on the major podcast platforms on Friday mornings at 10 o'clock Eastern time. So we got the video episode on Thursday at 5, audio episode Friday, 10 o'clock. Eastern time. Also, make sure you follow me. Is the real truth on IG. Make sure you follow the network. I say podcast on IG as well. We're recording live from the gym complex, produced by the content creators. Till next time, y'all.
gotta stand on it. You gotta stand on it. You gotta stand, stand, stand.